0: I'm David Cross, and you may know me from my election integrity work, but I also own U.S. Asset Management, a family-owned and operated investment advisory practice. I'm a certified portfolio manager, and my job is to help you make better decisions with your money. One of the things we try to avoid is investing in companies that push the woke agenda. If you're invested with one of the big firms out there, there's a pretty good chance that you're feeding the beast that hates your values. Our company is 100% conservative, and we'd love to have an opportunity to work with you. Check us out at us-am.com and look for our big, proud American Eagle logo.
1: Hi, everybody. I'm Christine Dolan, and this is our CDM show, Globalists and Plain Sights. And today, we're honored to have with us Dr. Matthew Anthony Harper, who is the White House correspondent for the Intermountain Christian News here in the United States. He covers the Biden White House at the State Department uh, as well as with within the White House press corps. Uh, Anthony, welcome to the show.
0: Great to join you, Christine.
1: So we are at a pivotal time. We usually, when we started the show on Sundays a Globalist and Plainsight, it was uh, geared to talking about what was happening at the WHO, but we are expanding it because there's so many global stories now and we have a captured audience. Um, Today, we're going to discuss the Israeli-Gaza conflict. Uh, It's a mess. We're on the verge of something that people really can't predict about. Anthony, let, let's talk about, let's go backwards first before we get to the, the, the impending um, expansion of this conflict. What has it been like covering uh, Israel, anti-Semitism and the Middle East, Iran uh, at the Biden White House, whether it's in the State Department or at the or at, within the White House itself?
0: Well, Christine, it's been very troubling because of lack of response from the, the White House or the State Department. And really, answering the questions. A lot of hostility there. Um, I would say I'm the, the most uh, outspoken about these Israel issues and any of the reporters there, uh, I've been reporting on more on uh, anti-Semitism than anyone there, uh, I believe. And uh, it is it is very disturbing what the Biden administration is doing. I see that they're giving money uh, to Israel, but they're also giving money to the terrorists as well. And the rest of the, uh, the media is not covering Hasn't been reporting or exposing, I should say, uh, that the Biden administration is funding uh, terror organizations of uh, uh, the Palestinian Authority. And, uh, and, and then, really, what really is disturbing about the violation of the Taylor Force Act, the Biden administration is not supposed to be giving money to the Palestinian Authority unless they stop their pay for slave program, which they refuse to do.
1: So let's get into that a little bit more, because not everybody understands that, Anthony. Um, when you say that they're giving money to the terrorists, uh, first of all, let's break it down. You're talking about the $6 billion deal with Iran, um, and recently the Biden administration supposedly gave that money to Iran. But then when this, when Hamas attacked inside Israel a week ago Saturday, they, in fact... Decided to block that money going to Iran. Is does that still stand today? That they're blocking it.
0: Uh, from my understanding, of what the White House is saying, uh, what I hear them say in press meetings, that they have just uh, allowed Iran to have this is. They said their money just they unfrozen those assets, and that, that they they guarantee that the money is not going to any uh any terrorist activity. That it's all for humanitarian reasons, but. Uh, I don't believe it, and uh, that frees up, frees up uh, Iran to uh, you know use their resources to fund terror when they know they've got this uh, money uh, sitting in the bank. And this is actually was brought up in a in a press meeting by Associated Press reporter. Um, and uh, when I, when I was at the State Department and challenging the 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 State Department spokesman Matthew Miller on, on this matter, um, it, it it is a very alarming that. The Biden administration thinks it's okay to give money to a terrorist regime of Iran, which is explicitly st- stated many times about the calling for Israel's destruction. So I see this really—I um, think—and many of you might might think of this be uh, grounds of treason on the part of the Biden uh, for Biden to uh, give money to these terrorist organizations and and all the guise of humanitarian aid. Which is not really happening. It's uh, using, it's being used for, uh, for the wrong reason. And I think about not only Palestinian Authority, but that uh, UN agency, UNRWA, that trains the children to hate the Jews. The textbooks don't call the area uh, Israel; they call it Palestine. They they keep that narrative going about Israel as the occupier. That is fueling all this hatred for Israel. As long as the Biden administration. Uh, really supports that narrative of Israel as an occupier, or I think of the press circuit specifically about her anti-Semitism and, and working for the George Soros group, moveon.org.
1: What, so in light of the, the, the Hamas attack a week ago, there, but there has been movement by the Biden administration and by other uh, foreign countries, foreign leaders, that are worried about that six billion dollars going to Iran right now because Hezbollah has basically come out and said if the Israelis do their full-fledged thrott- full-throttle uh, insertion into Gaza, which it looks from everything that we see on the ground and we are hearing and have reported, it's going to happen. Something's going to happen. Just this afternoon, there was a exit convoy inside Gaza going south, and seventy somebody. Hit, hit them in the convoy with a rocket. They were on trucks. About 70 people died. So Hezbollah has said that they are going to jump in when this gets even more inflamed. And that issue of the money is going to be, I, I, I guess people should be focusing on that. I mean, if they don't have access to it, what happens to it now if you know Hezbollah gets involved in this, because they certainly are making the ground, they're making the voices heard very loudly that they're going to get involved. Is the White House even talking about Iran in the in the press pool, with the press pool, or at the State Department pool?
0: Yes, it's been brought up by a few reporters, and I brought it up, but not not really holding them accountable on this matter. And very seriously, the issue is that you know, overall, you can't negotiate with a terrorist and no money should be exchanged. And this is a bad sign to the Biden administration to make this overture. And we, we know what happened during the Obama administration about money uh, waiting there for uh, hostages to be released. Saeed Abedini, who I had an interview with, I mean, he was waiting at the, in the, at the airport in Tehran. And the plane wouldn't take off until money had arrived. I mean, this is clearly uh, so upsetting that this administration say, says on one hand that they uh, oppose terrorism or oppose human rights violations when they're actually supporting it as well.
1: In, in the last week at the White House, Anthony, when the discussion has come up that Americans have t- been taken hostage by Hamas at these attacks... Have they discussed anything with the press corps that you, that has any meat on the bones, like what they're going to do about it? I, I listened to some of Tony Blinken's press conferences, and he, he seems to be making the rounds by plane and by phone, talking to people from Qatar or Saudi Arabia. What, what, what are you digesting from everything that's happening in front of you in Washington?
0: Well, from my, from my understanding of what I'm experiencing at the White House or State Department is that Biden administration as you said really isn't offering meat and of really substantive content into this matter of solutions um, we we we've heard and I've heard from the white house that you know the Biden administration has sent you know the ships the navy is there to, to support as a, a sign of support that we're sending um, supplies uh, to support Israel but it's not detailed about what that would mean and um, it, it is it's very hypocritical on the part of the Biden administration uh, about their behavior. And I don't sense that they're really serious about being a, a blessing to Israel in, in uh, any substantive way. They're trying to, as I said before, they're just trying to feed both sides of the issue, uh, the, the terrorists and Israel, and trying to appear like they really, really care. But uh, as long as that money is flowing... There's, uh, there's communication with Iran or these other terrorist groups. It's hard. There, I don't see how anyone could believe that they really care about Israel.
1: Well, at the same time, the Biden administration has come out and said that they're going to give full support to Israel, that they've taken the position that uh, Israel has the right to defend itself. Uh, there were some reports um, with the phone calls between Biden and Bibi, uh, you know, Biden trying to, which I thought was laughable at the time, you know, trying to caution Bibi about uh, the reaction to the Hamas attacks and the kidnappings and the hostage taking. But w- one thing I thought was kind of interesting so far by the time, you know, we go to air for this show. Former President George W. Bush uh, has come out and and the Carter um Carter Center has come out and made a statement. But we haven't heard anything from Obama. We haven't heard anything from Bill Clinton. Hillary has come out and made a statement. Is there any discussion at the White House about Obama not making a statement, about Michelle Obama not making a statement, about Bill Clinton not making a statement?
0: I haven't heard anyone, any reporter bring this issue up. Of course, the press secretary refuses to meet with me or call on me, so I I'm not able to bring it up. I can talk with other reporters about this issue, but I haven't had heard any of the reporters talking about those individuals you mentioned giving a response. Um, it is it is upsetting beyond uh, beyond traumatic about what has been happening. Um, I got I got a call from a single Jewish mother from Israel the day of the attack, uh, crying and asking for. Help for Christians to help Israel, and I and I know the Christians have been very supportive of Israel, and hopefully there'll be a lot more done in, in support. There, um, I know in support of the victims and their families, and uh, in many other ways.
1: What are you hearing? About, what are you hearing in the White House about how they're going to handle the American hostages, if anything?
0: I haven't heard anything that, about how they're going to deal with it. This is considered a top secret issue. They wouldn't. They wouldn't tell the reporters anyway what the, what their plans specifically were. Anyway, to uh, you know intervene and, and rescue the hostages, hostages other than to say that they they have a plan to offer a the support to Israel. And I think that's all they can really say at this point because it's such a sen- sensitive issue. Uh, uh, we don't want the 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 hostages to be uh, in jeopardy about the about the details about what is being planned. But uh, you can bet that the U.S. And Israel has, has plans to, to be able to extricate, uh, extricate those uh, hostages, and hopefully in a safe way that they will be released uh, safely. Uh, and you and others may have not seen The European, count, uh, European Union came out with this statement yesterday, uh, uh, a comprehensive statement in support of Israel. You know, like I said, what, about, about hypocrisy issues, they can say that they're supportive of Israel and its right to defend itself, but if they keep fueling this uh, narrative, this false narrative that Israel's occupier, uh, uh, occupy, that's fueling the continual hatred for Israel, it, it's counterproductive.
1: What's your t- What's your take on what showed up on? Uh, we're taping this on Saturday to run it on Sunday. So on Friday they had the the day, the day of rage. Uh, Hamas had called for demonstrations supporting Palestine all over the world, and there were some. Uh, I think it was pretty interesting in terms of numbers uh, and where this was organized. What's your take on that? Because it seemed it seemed to be very, very anti-Israel.
0: Of course, it's, uh, you know, it's become the common strategy of Hezbollah and uh Iran that sponsors them and Hamas and other terrorist groups. To be anti-Israel, Iran has been, been clear on several occasions. We've, we've heard the news over over many years about their desire to wipe Israel off the face of the map. To uh, they, they see Israel as an enemy. And we've heard the, the reference to Satan, uh, you know, Israel being the, the great Satan and, and uh, America being the little Satan, I think. But and mean and how can this is the hypocrisy of this about Iran talk about evil when they are themselves so full of evil
1: i was I was actually I, I don't know if I was surprised or i just it just didn't cross my imagination and I saw in Afghanistan there were American flags and there were egypt uh, the israeli flags, and the Afghanis were you know spitting on the flags. And I just thought to myself, wow, we spent 13 years over there. And yes, our pullout was a disaster. But I but I, I, I thought to myself, this is interesting. Okay, so I guess it's a full blown takeover of the Taliban uh, in Afghanistan at this point in time. What is uh, Is there any talk at the White House about getting aid through the UN or the World Food Program to Gaza even?
0: I haven't heard that either.
1: So do you think that this is kind of, is, is it kind of a blackout of information? What are they talking about at the White House in terms of this issue? Because it certainly is consuming every news organization in the world. And it's captivated people because, you know, this this has the potential to bleed out across the Middle East.
0: Yeah, there is a blackout of information, as, as we were talking about earlier, about, uh, you know, about the security of the surveillance about, what was going on before this uh, October seventh attack? Um, there are a lot of unanswered ques- uh, questions, and I don't know when we're going to get to the bottom of this about who is responsible. There's plenty of blame going on around, even blaming Israel for this, and and this is so insensitive and so uh, so not uh, in in line with uh, really in support of Israel and standing behind Israel. And I think part of that clearly has got to be stopping this narrative of, of this uh, so-called educational this uh this hatred of israel as the occupier and i was in a hadassah hospital in jerusalem in uh in september of last year to deal with this Israel israel's occupier issue and i as an eyewitness in the hospital and interviewing an arab doctor there and witnessing how arab and jewish people are the way they're treated and arabs get. Equals treatment, they get, they get, sometimes they get treated better. And he's, and, and Israel's treating the the victims uh, and, 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 and treating terrorists as well in hospitals. They're, Israel's bending over backward and has been for many years and uh, reaching out and trying to be, uh, you know, to be friendly to, to their enemies. But of course, their enemies spit in their face, and this is what they've done to them on October 7th.
1: It's going to be a good day.
0: This Monday we do have a little bit left available here. Check us out familyfarmbeefbox.com. Thanks, have a good day. October
1: 7th. Anthony, your friends, or you, I shouldn't say friends, but I mean you've met with B.B. Um, Netanyahu in, in the past. Recently, when you were with him, did, did he mention any of this? I mean, this event hadn't happened on October, you know, by October, it was before October 7th. But what was his feeling about what was going on in Israel at that point in time?
0: Okay, well, I didn't actually uh, meet with the president in to my last meeting in September of last year. I did meet with his right-hand man, an attorney, uh, with uh, Zionists of the Religious, uh, religious Party, um, and uh, he... Was his key person the Knesset pushing through this judicial reform, so that that MK member, the Knesset member Simcha Ropman, was saying very clearly that there was foreign government intrusion, including from the U.S. So uh, I I think for- define he, defi- was,
1: define define that for people to understand that.
0: Well, uh, uh, that's all I could get from him was that he, you know the foreign government intrusion, including from the U.S. and uh, I think that it was implying the U.S. government in some way because we we know clearly there have been statements from the Biden administration, from Biden himself, uh, being critical of uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu and the new government, trying to in, in, intervene and, and being too. And of course, we now have the recent uh, you know behavior of of Biden uh, asking uh, the, the Israel government to step down and 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 try to direct this situation. Uh, the U.S. should not be telling Israel what to do. They have the right to defend themselves. I mean, as Biden has said himself. So the big question: Why is he trying to inter, inter intervene or try to circumvent Israel's government in this matter? Um, it's it's so um, beyond the pale and and regarding hypocrisy.
1: So, so your analysis is as a White House and State Department correspondent, you're seeing the left hand not knowing what the right hand's doing, the statement's hypocritical of what the actions are. Am I hearing you correctly? Yes.
0: I mean, you, you can say one thing and you can do another. I mean, it, what 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 is uh, was so alarming that a lot of people would believe the lie in this yeah. matter. They see and they hear Biden say that, make these statements, we support Israel's right to defend itself, but they ignore that they're what they're doing you know behind the scenes about funding terrorist organizations
1: do you think through your jewish sources and your israeli sources specifically do you think that they understand that
0: uh, many of the ones that i that i'm in contact i'm mostly in contact with Orthodox jewish people on this matter but but they see very clearly about about this hypocrisy and uh when i was there in september uh, the ones that i had met that that knew about. Uh, they were upset about him trying to interfere with Israel's government.
1: What about what about the U.S. ambassador to Israel? How how deep is, is he in this?
0: Well, uh, I haven't met with him uh, uh, before. Um, uh, previously, I did meet with uh, the out, outgoing, uh, the one that that uh, you know, the prime minister, Netanyahu, had uh, David Friedman, but. Um, any anyone that Biden is choosing in his government, I just automatically think of. It really um, makes a red flag for me about trusting the integrity uh, of the person involved, and I don't trust Biden's judgment whatsoever. in as far as choosing uh, different people to uh, represent America, especially his choice of judges and so much more.
1: What about Tony Blinken?
0: I don't trust him either. He's a, he's just like he's just like Biden. I mean uh, they they just repeat this, you know, a narrative and there's there's so much of a, there, there's a lack of substance. They just they're so shallow in, in their response. Uh, and I I just can't have any uh, really respect for them with not really getting getting down to the the core issue uh, of the of the problems and uh, so we we've we've got a lot to go through, and especially with this Gaza situation, with the with the Israeli troops going in, which I'm uncomfortable about them doing at this point. I don't think that it's the right time in, in many ways, because I know that that Hamas would have this all booby trapped and uh, endanger a lot more people, uh, Israelis' lives by going in at this point. But I mean, uh, who am I to say on this matter? I just trust for. Uh, you know, a miracle here very soon. A lot of Christian people are praying and helping Israel in many ways.
1: But at the same time, the question is, what is the alternative?
0: Yes, what is the alternative? I, I don't know of any other alternative. But, you know, we, we need a miracle. Of, and I'm, I'm from a, a Christian news service I'm, for our Christian, evangelical Christian audience. Uh, the real miracle is uh, only a miracle of God to uh, intervene. I, I think about... The ancient history, uh, Christine, about this area, in the, in the prophet Amos in chapter 1, verse 6 and 7, it talks about a warning about Gaza, about God's judgment on Gaza and bringing fire upon Gaza. And uh, I know that was the, the home of the Philistines, Israel, Israel's enemy in the past. Now we have a, a new version of the Philistine in Hamas, very wicked.
1: Anthony, when you when you discuss the Israeli Gaza conflict or just the Middle Eastern conflict, does it ever really come up in conversations with people that the populate the the average age and and I, I might have this number a little bit off, but it's somewhere something like over fifty percent of the people who live in Gaza are very very young. Well,
0: that's what I've heard from. Uh... You know, so, so far, so 52
1: percent, I think, is under the age of 18.
0: Oh, that, that actually that would stand to reason, because Hamas is, uh, you know, they've, they've done a lot of barbaric um, things to their uh, to the to the, you know, the Palestinian issue. And I I, I think it, it is very disturbing about about um, how many of the elderly have have died uh, unnecessarily. There, of course, the medical care is not probably on the, it's not on the highest part, not near as good as it is as in uh, regular Israel in that sense. But I don't trust Hamas. Hamas has been abusing the, the, the people there. And, um, you know, the, as the Prime Minister Netanyahu has made it very clear, they've got to obliterate Hamas. They have they've been making the, the most uh egregious uh, human rights violations and the way they're treating the people there in gaza and um hopefully a miracle will be happening soon on on this matter i, I do want to actually to, to comment too about you know there is a, a a jewish scripture that talks about the warning of dividing israel about scattering his people that's in the prophet joel chapter 3 verse 2. a lot, a lot of people aren't familiar with uh, how the jewish scriptures uh impact about what's going on today. But um, this is a, a covenant uh, that we see in, in Genesis 12, 3, that God has with Abraham and his seed. And there are blessings for those that bless Israel and curses for those that curse Israel. And just like I rep- reference in Amos, uh, God's judgment will come upon Gaza and is coming upon Gaza. But whether this is the right time to invade, uh, I don't know. I, I just don't want any more loss of it, uh,
1: innocent life. Do you think there's any, there's any um, anybody that right now wants to push for peace? I know that uh, in in the the Qataris have been in touch w- with um, Hamas about the release of the hostages, which unfortunately Hamas has said in the last twenty four hours as Gaza has. Uh, you know, thrown, sent rockets to, to, to Gaza, that in fact, th- there have been some hostages that have been killed. And they forewarned that, they predicted that, they said that they were going to do that if any more rockets were were sent over to Gaza by the Israelis. Is there anybody that you can foresee that can, the elders in the room, as they call them, that can sit down and try to um, move this thing to avoid this? Or is this just inevitable that, that uh, the Israelis are going to go in and go tunnel hunting? I, I saw an interview with um, Nikki Hartman the other night uh, who, who set up the Israeli sniper school for the IDF years ago. And he said it's going to be a guerrilla tunnel to tunnel. There's going to be, you know, all kinds of snags going after the going after Hamas and the tunnels, and probably they will have many of the hostages down in the tunnels as well. But do you do you see there's any way stopping this?
0: Well, uh, there, there there is uh, miraculously, but uh, we need a lot of wisdom about how to do that. I think about the tunnel the tunnel issue. Uh, It would be a great risk for them to go into the tunnels. I know that hostages will die in in this matter, no no matter what happens because Hamas is using these people as human shields. So uh, maybe that Israel might have a plan to actually fumigate those tunnels and just, rather than go in in person, it just uh, fill the tunnels with uh, poisonous and just everyone would die in the tunnel.
1: Oh my God, I, you know it, it's well. Uh, Mickey did say, Mikey did say that they that they're probably you know they're going to have to fight this in the tunnels, and I and I, I just think it's, it's going to be a disaster. What's your what's your take uh, on the fact that when? The Israelis have told everybody uh, in the northern part of Gaza to, you know, to move out, go south. They go into the convoys. Then we have some some of the convoys that are hit with some rockets. But then, you know, there's where are they supposed to go? They went down to the border with Egypt and that was bombed out and it hasn't been fully refurbished. And so people are stuck down there. I mean, what, what what's the game plan here? Uh, you know, you can tell people to move, but what's the point if they can't really get any place for safety?
0: Well, you can you can bet that Hamas would uh, use them as human shields, and they would go along with them uh, on this way to in, intersperse themselves with with these people that are going to the south. Uh, we can't trust the Hamas whatsoever. They've uh, taken the human uh, people hostage as, as human sh- shields, and that's what they're probably going to do it in this situation when they're going e- exiting south. So, uh, I I don't see how they. Clear way, we 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 have any improvement in the situation. We get a lot of people exiting Gaza, but a lot of them could be Hamas going with them. So
1: you don't really have any hope that there's there's and there's any way to get out of this without without a the massive amount of killing.
0: Oh, I don't see there's an easy way uh, out of this other than a divine um, miracle, uh, God's intervention of taking the enemies out. By himself, which he can easily do, but um, it's very, it's very. Uh, I, there's there's no human words to describe the horror, uh, horror what is what is happening to the people in Gaza as well as is Israel. Uh, most importantly, um, Israel has gone through the uh, Holocaust, and and it is uh, it is uh, so shocking. I've seen a lot of disturbing images, video. Uh, of of, of people that have been burned and uh, tortured and heard stories and it sickens me and a lot of people and and uh, we can only take so much of this i I did pray for a good good uh, resolution here soon but it would sure be nice if if we had a white house that really had an understanding about israel and would have a desire to be a blessing to israel uh, that would have wisdom in this matter and I don't meet too many people in Washington D.C. with a lot of wisdom. That's <laughs> putting it mildly. You know
1: that that, that's, that 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 doesn't surprise me at all. Having lived in D.C. off and on for decades, it doesn't surprise me at
0: all. And it, it is, yeah, it is. Um, well, I keep coming up short on words to describe how terrible the whole situation is, and I hope that that um, you know Washington D.C. Uh, the leaders uh, at the White House, the Congress, and I really don't see them as true leaders in a sense of being a good a good example. There's, there's a real a moral problem for America. And, and i like to remind people what President Lincoln had to say in the middle of the Civil War, which isn't really being heated by our uh, current so-called leaders, about when President Lincoln uh, it is called for a national uh, 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 day of uh, humiliation and fasting, he called for the nation to uh, be in a time of repentance from our many national sins. He said God, uh, that America is a nation that has forgotten God. We've become too proud and too arrogant, too uh, self reliant, too proud to pray to the one that created us. And I'm gonna say, Christine, by the way, uh, Lincoln's solutions for America were played for uh, House Speaker McCarthy and other members of Congress at a call for prayer and repentance in the Museum of the Bible in February of this year that I was at. And very sobering words of Lincoln, I would hope that they would be paid attention to by the White House, members of Congress, and our courts. It is truly, America is a nation that has left God out of the whole picture in general. Uh, we We have not been a nation that has honored God for the most part, and that's why we're in such a mess.
1: Well, there are a lot of people, unfortunately, Anthony, who have you know come out and said in poll after poll that they're moving away from religion uh, in America. But <clears throat> sometimes, when you know catastrophic global incidents happen, some, sometimes people it can be a very humbling experience for a lot of people. And, and my fear is that this is going to get
0: um, very yeah, it is very
1: even uglier
0: it's a disturbing trend. it will get uglier President Lincoln's words are, are really uh, very uh, applicable to today and I would encourage people to read those and I encourage uh, all the people uh, in, in DC to be very familiar uh, throughout our land because uh, there is no hope for America without honorary God President Lincoln knew that very well and uh, my hope is that 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 his words, will reach a lot of people at, at this time. It, it's not religion that will save America, it's, it's that, uh, that personal connection with God as President Lincoln talked about.
1: On that note, Dr. Matthew Anthony Harper, thank you very much for joining us and enjoyed the conversation with you. Great
0: to you, event. and I encourage people to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, to pray for Israel. and uh, And I hope that we get some good resolution very soon and those hostages will be uh, safe and freed as soon as possible but preferably today
1: and the people in gaza
0: and in gaza yes
1: And the people in gaza thank you anthony